Welcome to Standard Chartered India Money Insights, a podcast series that brings you topical insights and local perspectives on India's markets from the experts. Hi, I'm Vinay Joseph, the Chief Investment Strategist at Standard Chartered Bank India. Welcome to another edition of Views from the Street, bringing you market views, insights on how you should look at your investments from industry veterans and market experts. Today, we are joined by Mr. Anand Shah, Head PMS and AIF Investments at ICICI Prudential AMC. Thank you, Anand, for joining our podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me here. So let's kickstart with the most pressing question. Uh, how do you see this impact of these rising geopolitical tensions on Indian assets? And do you think that the worst scenario has got priced it? So th- there's a short term and the long term or a medium to long term. And very clearly, we will see in a very short term uh, a significant loss in terms of production of energy, production of metals between Russia and Ukraine. They supply a lot of oil, gas, cooking coal. Uh, they also have a significant metal exports in the form of steel, aluminium, and, and the smaller metals like manganese, nickel, uranium, titanium, palladium. Uh, and, and to that extent, uh, on the industrial side, it's going to push up uh, the energy cost and the cost of metals for the rest of the world. On top of it, uh, you also have select agri products, which will also get impacted with corn, with wheat, sunflower. They're also a significant exporter of ammonia, which is again a key input into the uh, urea. And to that extent, uh, net net, if you ask me, in the short to medium term, we are seeing high commodity prices, high energy prices, high food prices, which already, if you see from a starting point of view, we already on an elevated inflation. Now, we were expecting that uh, some of that will go away as COVID restrictions go. And we are hoping that, uh, you know, while the services inflation will accelerate, the manufacturing inflation will come off. Unfortunately, that is now not on the table. And to that extent, the impact overall on the global economy and also to a large extent to Indian economy will be higher inflation, higher cost of energy and food. And which means also we will have to see uh, or live with a little higher interest rates on the, on the overall as far as economy is concerned. In terms of impact on the economy, uh, largely it's not very large, but uh, it's, it's not small as well, in the sense that uh, the consumers at large will have to pay more for uh, fuel, more for food, and to that extent, their uh, you know uh, income or their their, uh, their spends on the discretionary income can, can get compromised. Similarly, for government, uh, you know, they will have to budget for some higher subsidy on the fuel prices. In a little medium to long term, it will also mean that we'll have to spend a lot more on defense. Uh, and to that extent, the fiscal space to do infra or fiscal space to do development activity, to that extent, gets constrained in a short to medium term. And largely from the corporate point of view, I think we were very close to having a, a corporate private sector capex recovery where corporates are making good money and they want to invest for the capacities 
and that again given the volatility of the metal prices the volatility of steel prices we believe those deals might get delayed by 3 to 6 months not more but 3 to 6 months so that's an overall impact uh, on the economy and little slower gdp is what we look forward to so thanks anand uh, coming to the question since you touched based on growth uh, earnings have been very strong uh, since post covid we have seen a strong recovery how do you see the earnings cycle uh, going on and where which sectors do you see the greatest visibility on earnings so if you see uh, through the last 24 months uh, the segments of the market which are driving earnings uh, which was uh, mining manufacturing metals uh, to some extent banking uh, they continue to look good and if at all in the current scenario we expect some of the metal companies to make more money some of the manufacturing companies to get more uh, i would say uh, push for a higher volumes given uh, people will look for alternative to russia and i will come little later but also for that matter alternative to china as well and to that extent india is fairly poised for this segment of the market which is manufacturing mining banking to continue to do well i think the pain uh, of earnings would be more visible on the companies which are closer to the consumers what we call b2c businesses and this were the businesses which are actually doing very well for a very long period of time for two reasons the indian consumer uh, was benefiting from benign inflation and to that extent it had more money to spend on discretionary items second uh, the input inflation for many of these consumer companies was very benign and to that extent uh, if they were to take price hike they had to take only 3 to 400 basis points of price hike and that would have covered more than their cost and to that extent they had ever expanding margins also so these companies had a perfect scenario which was so favorable for them for more than a decade that the input inflation was low the consumers doing well are in the midst of a perfect storm so these businesses closer to the consumer have to deal with consumers having less money to spend and to that extent they are either down trading or they are postponing their discretionary spends at the same time they are been pushed with a very very high input cost inflation beat linked to the energy or linked to the metal prices to give you an perspective like company like uh, auto companies you know auto companies actually had a very good environment where the prices were not going up and uh, financing was making sure that the affordability kept on improving last two years have been very difficult where they had to pass on the price hikes of metals through and through to the consumer at the same time consumer is not comfortable uh, now it is been a triple interest rates in a next 6 to 12 months so the impact on the earnings is different uh, but net net we are seeing overall recovery in earnings led by mining manufacturing metals banking allied industries allied to the manufacturing we believe they will continue to do well uh, and they will more than compensate for some sort of a profitability loss for the b2c business So that comes to the final question which uh, this is a good leeway into the final question where where you're seeing earnings visibility so which are the themes or sectors where you think uh, investors are likely to outperform over a sustainable basis maybe in the medium term over the next 3 to 5 years I think uh, both uh, services and manufacturing exports uh, not only because you know we need it 
Uh, obviously, if you have to buy more expensive energy in the form of crude oil or a coal or a cooking coal, I think we'll have to export something more. Otherwise, rupee will depreciate. So, anyways, rupee is depreciating. So, I think uh, the environment is fairly positive from a short to medium term as well for exporters to do well. So, be it IT services, be it uh, manufacturing exports, they're looking good. Secondly, I think uh, manufacturing per se. because of domestic growth rate because of exports growth because of import substitution uh, whichever way i look at it not only the volumes are looking good not great but looking good uh, because of the above three combinations the profitability is looking up significantly as china focuses more on services china focuses more on uh, reducing pollution in their own country decarbonization there Uh, China's uh, manpower cost improves, and to that extent, the competition on the manufacturing segments of the economy is ever reducing for last few years, which makes me fairly comfortable with many a sectors within the manufacturing, like ferrous metals, non-ferrous metals, or yeah, or uh, you can call off engineering exports or textile exports. These are the few manufacturing sectors which are also looking. extremely attractive and lastly we believe within the domestic services economy i think banking in the financial service is bound to continue to do well as india emerges from the slowdown and recovers rapidly as india also moves towards 5 trillion dollar economy i don't think a financial services will get bypassed to that extent banking and a, a large financial services sector also has a secular opportunity Uh, to participate in the india's growth and also participate in the consolidation within that segment both will make sure that the large banks and the large insurance companies and others will continue to grow faster thank you so much anand for sharing your views on how you see where are the segments and how you see the markets in the coming uh, thank you again for joining our podcast thank you vinay thank you for having me once again and uh, wishing all the very best uh, to all the listeners Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered India Money Insights. Stay tuned for the latest updates and market trends by subscribing to our podcast. For more information, reach out to your Standard Chartered Relationship Manager or visit www.se.com/in.